Welcome to the Jammin' Show. My name is Ben Villers, and I'm a fitness trainer, DJ, and MC here in Los Angeles, California. Welcome to my show. Appreciate y'all tuning in. And today's topic is going over um, eight strategic times to foam roll, right? So this is times when it makes sense for you to foam roll. This is a common question that I get. And it can make all the difference in what you're trying to do, right? So the first one I've got is when you wake up. So first thing in the morning, right? It'll help you get your body back to normal. You know, you when you're sleeping, you're all cuddled up, tightened up, curling in a ball, rolling around. You get tight. You get naughty. Sometimes people get hurt when they're sleeping. Um you know, and, and who knows how your mattress is and your pillow is, how good is, you know, your quality of sleep. So when you wake up and you foam roll, it'll ensure that you're moving well throughout the day. That you got good quality movements, feeling good. Um, hopefully, you know, getting some pains out the way and just performing well throughout the day. Right. Feeling good. So just like that. And another one is maybe a little bit later in the morning. So before work, um, maybe you're on your feet all day, or maybe you're like sitting or something is achy when you are at work. So, you know, doing this before work would make sense as well, especially if you are competitive in your job or you're really into your job and you're trying to be at top focus and maybe you don't necessarily have a lot of time to do full length workouts so you understand the concept of working on your mobility and releasing and pressing into some fascia into the muscles right deep tissue fascia and just feeling good right just working the muscles you know doing a little bit throughout your day is is so much more effective than doing nothing right so maybe that's the best time to do it you know, another time is before any comp- competition that you like to do. If you're competing, whatever it is that you're doing, um, you know, even at the most casual level, if you have a hobby that you just want to be good at, then it would make sense for you to foam roll before that because it'll help you move better, especially if you're like tighter or stiffer before doing whatever it is that you want to do. So for some examples with me, you know, um, I feel like some good times to foam roll for me that I like to do is before a workout, before I play basketball or before I play golf, or those are some competitive times that I would probably foam roll before in order to just move more efficiently when I'm moving. Because when you do move more efficiently, you don't get as tired as fast, right? The differences might not necessarily seem noticeable for some people, while for some others, it may be major differences, but in theory, it helps you with your energy, right? So, um, you know, having more efficient movements does help, you know, with whatever it is you're competing with. Um, Then I've got number four, which is if you're tense or you are stressed. So not necessarily the same thing. Well, ten, you know, tense, you're just like all tensed up, you know, just like, you know, you're tense or stressed, like you're actually, you know, it's usually more, I feel like more cognitive, right? you're stressed out about something, but 
regardless, you would foam roll when you're tense or stressed because ideally it would make you feel good. If you're consistent with foam rolling, then you'll probably feel good. If you don't do it so often, it'll probably be tough, uncomfortable to foam roll. Usually the more uncomfortable foam rolling is, the more you need it. So when you're tense, when you're stressed, it'll make you feel better. If it's, if it's for stress, then it'll literally make you think, you know, maybe more clearly make you less stressed, take your mind off it. And, you know, if you're tense, it'll make you less tense, right? So it's taking the tension out of your body, um, you know, cause tension usually is you shortening things. You're tensing up the muscles are shortening, not getting longer, they're getting shorter and, that's not good to do for an excessive amount of time. You know, if you're someone who's tense a lot of the time, especially in like the shoulder region, which is where it's common, you know, foam rolling around these areas would be effective because it would help you take the tension out of you know, your shoulders or some people have tension in their hips or wherever it may be. Um, when you want to deepen your relaxation. So now it would, you would seem if this is similar to number four, but that actually, you know, let's say you're already comfortable and you want to get even more comfortable, right? So um, getting some more foam rolling can help optimize your current comfort levels as well, right? Maybe you just, you know, want to be super comfortable. You know, it doesn't always have to be a workout vibe. It can be a very chill, relaxed thing that you do in your living room or at the most casual level anywhere, right? Um Number six, when you are sore, right? So I think foam rolling when you're sore would be effective. It would be effective to help, you know, maybe you're not even sore after you're doing it. Because I've always felt that some of the best ways to get rid of soreness is just movement. And, and foam rolling is a type of like, you know, movement, some type of pressure tension on your body to help eliminate, you know, the inflammation that occurs when you're sore. So that might help take away the soreness, help relieve it. So that would be a good time. Uh, number seven, when you have an injury, you know, overall you have to be careful when you're foam rolling. Like each person, you know, while I'm making this podcast, you know, not necessarily, you know, these, these things don't necessarily apply for a hundred percent of the people either. You have, each person is different. And not, and foam rolling wouldn't be productive for necessarily everyone at all. So, you know, some people might not see foam rolling as a fit, but I would say most people can benefit from foam rolling. And then depending on what kind of injury it is, it can either help restore, you know, healing, or, you know, if you are foam rolling on an injury where it doesn't make sense and you have no idea what you're doing, you know, um, that can lead to even that could lead to delay in getting in getting hurt or hurting yourself more. Um, you know, thinking of some like examples, you know, you know, like anything that you're really, you know, anything that can be like devastating to like something breaking or ripping, you know, you want to avoid foam rolling if you don't know what you're doing. Any you know, bruise or um you know, it's tough to really describe right now, actually, while I'm recording this, this episode, but I would have to be in a situational basis, but foam rolling overall is good for injury and helping healing 
applying healing faster because it's just another way to create stimulation in your body that requires your body to adapt and then heal and progress through whatever it is that you just did. And depending on where, you know, I think, so now it's coming to me a little bit, right? So if like, for example, you have like a lower back, you know, issue, you know, you might be tense in the side of your legs or in your glutes or in the front. So you would foam roll and it might help your back feel better. Or, um, you know, same thing if your knee is weird, maybe foam rolling your, your, your glutes and your sides of your legs, your IT bands or your TFLs might make you feel better. Right. So those are some good examples of when you have pains and aches using the foam roller to help relieve the pain. Right. So if you're, you know, shoulders, back, calves, you know, everywhere in the body, you know, for some pain you can use it for. Right. So that's my thought that finally came to me. And then number eight, you know, foam rolling to optimize your squats and your deadlifts. You know, these are technical lifts while squatting and deadlifting without any equipment is a functional movement. Once you add weight, you are trying to take your functional movements to the next level, right? And when you're taking your functional movements to the next level, there's a chance that you can hurt yourself. You know, the easiest place to hurt yourself is in the spinal region, right? So anywhere from your neck down to your tailbone, I feel like is the most likely to get hurt when you're working out, but this is avoidable, right? With good quality movements and being technical on these lists, because with weight and, and form, the, the weight and the movement is what hurts somebody, right? If you don't have the weight, then the movement likely is not going to hurt you alone, right? And then, you know, you can't really do anything. So if you're just still with weight, you're not going to get hurt, right? You're still, so that would be isometrics, right? Um, so if you have good quality of movements, this will allow you to progress through a squat and a deadlift and doing foam rolling will allow you to squat deeper, you know, get lower in your deadlift stance, you know, being super comfortable in your deadlift stance is incredibly important to having a really good deadlift. Otherwise that initial pull is not effective and the squat, you know, if you trouble, if you can't go below parallel, then foam rolling will help you get deeper when you foam roll in the right spots. So, you know, that alone is a really, really important time to foam roll is for these compound lifts. And if you do them consistently, you will see that it will definitely improve your, your lift. You know, uh, one really great example is, and I'll never forget this because I thought this was a really great, uh, moment. So I always encourage foam rolling. And then we were, you know, it was one evening at the gym and the home run derby was occurring and, the winner was this player by the name of Juan Soto and in between his at-bats, you know, they were filming him foam rolling. That's what he was doing, staying fresh in between. And that would be for, you know, one of the examples that I told you, which is uh, for whatever competition it is that you do, because like your, your movement is just so much higher quality and maybe it would help him even get more relaxed or relieve soreness or help with the pain. There were all of the reasons could be why he was doing it and he ended up winning and, and doing very well. And I was with clients, right? So I was like pointing to them and I was like, Hey, look, I mean, look at this guy. He's an MVP. Like, you know, he is literally foam rolling right now. Uh, you know, this, this highlights exactly 
what I say to you guys all the time. So if you execute foam rolling on a semi-regular basis, in addition to, you know, stretching and resistance training and just being active overall, not necessarily going hard all the time or going for long hours, but just being consistently short bursts at the minimum, you'll see quality results. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And until next time, have a great rest of your day.